In just the past couple weeks, he says, Over a thousand former employees have contacted me. Each one of their stories is pretty much cookie cutter the same. And the stories fly directly in the face of what Wells Fargo has said, which is that it fired anyone involved in the cheating. End of story. The company has now stopped using individual sales goals, apologized to its customers, and in a statement this week says it doesn't tolerate retaliation. Anastasia Chrisman with the National Employment Law Project says the bankers who were subjected to this pressure cooker environment were vulnerable. They tend to be very low paid. And low-level bank workers are disproportionately women and people of color. Claudia Ponceleon says after Wells Fargo fired her, she lost her home, her savings. Now she's 39 and basically starting over. But since all this attention has been on Wells Fargo, she says one thing has gotten better. Finally, a lot of people believe me. Just having the truth come out, I think, more than anything, it's um, just relief. It's a relief, yes, but it comes a little late. I'm Lewis Wallace for Marketplace. You can blame social media for many, many hours of wasted time. But with that wasted time last month came a rise in voter registration. After Facebook added a short message encouraging its users to register, numbers were up across the country, which leads to this question. What difference might that make come November the 8th? Gigi Duban is on that one. The heated debates, the harsh words, the unfriending. If you've talked politics on Facebook, you've experienced this. But here's where it works really well. For four days, the social media giant had a register now button that sent users to a federal voter registration site. And states couldn't be happier. All went extremely well. That's Alabama Secretary of State John Merrill. Alabama was one of several states, including Minnesota and California, that saw big results. Merrill says almost 40,000 people registered to vote through Facebook. It's a very effective way to get a word out to a lot of people in a short period of time. Facebook also adds that social pressure that comes when your friends have signed up to vote and you haven't. It's called shaming, basically, which is uh, um, a little horrifying, but it, it does actually work. Jim Gilliam is founder and CEO of Nation Builder, which makes software for political campaigns. He says even though women and younger people tend to use Facebook more, its reach is getting wider. It definitely is going to be skewing less and less over time because, you know, literally everybody is on it. Now, a lot of people feel guilty about time spent on Facebook. But Kevin Esterling, political science professor at UC Riverside, says registering to vote, that's different. I mean, it obviously increases goodwill towards the platform. Oh, and it also gives Facebook more demographic info on its users, which helps it better target ads. I'm Gigi Duban for Marketplace. On Wall Street today, lousy start, less lousy finish. We'll have the details when we do the numbers. We're out with the latest edition of our Marketplace Edison Research Poll today, our year-long effort to track how Americans are feeling about the economy, both big picture and in their own lives, as Election Day draws ever closer. Larry Rosen is the president of Edison Research, our partners on this project. Larry, it's good to talk to you again. Hey, Kai. 
Let, let me just run down a couple items here from the survey. So 30% of people uh, full or part-time employed say they fear losing their job. That's opposed to 15% a year ago. 38% who rent a home fear not being able to pay their rent compared to 25% a year ago. These are sort of fundamental issues. Right. And it really speaks to, I think, the generalized anxiety that exists around this election. Mm -hmm. I think we'll really know if it was the election if these things subside after the election, no matter who is elected. Is it just the mere fact that we're deciding again who's going to be our leader leads to this anxiety, or is this something more generalized going on? Right, and they're clearly not feeling it, uh, you know, even apart from those other numbers. 37% of Americans say their personal financial situation is better than a year ago, translated to mean 60-something percent actually don't. Right. While the statistics say things are getting better, there's just not a lot of on-the-ground evidence that people are feeling it. And that's what these surveys have really shown consistently. They are also showing in this round specifically uh, that people believe by a 62% majority, 62% of Americans think the economic system is rigged in favor of certain groups. That's actually down from the last time we did this, but it's still really high. Yes, but one thing we did this...